0: Hello, hello, everybody. Exciting news. I am officially on the Google podcasts and Spotify podcasts. So now everybody can listen to this podcast because you can get Spotify for free and you can listen to the podcast or you can listen to it on Google podcasts or if you were listening to it originally Apple podcasts, you can just keep on listening to it there. Um, yeah, so exciting news for this week. Also, exciting news. We have a new episode with the wonderful Megan Manwaring. Manwaring, Not 100% sure. She says it in the podcast though. And she's super sweet and I really loved hearing her story. And beforehand, we were just chit chatting and catching up with our lives. And she recently told me that she dropped out of school and she just felt that it was best for her. And I love that she is just so willing to be able to choose the life that she wants to, and she just wants to follow the path that she feels like is best for her. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, so today I am sitting down with Megan, and I'm going to have her introduce herself to you. So I'm Megan Manwaring, I'm from a little town in southern Utah called Tokerville. Um, I am living up here in northern Utah, just um, working and enjoying life. Nope. So I met Megan in the class that Kyle was our TA in. So we met in history. Super fun. I don't think we really paid attention that much, even though we loved the teacher, but I didn't pay attention like at all. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Okay, so I have a few introductory questions that are the same for everyone. Of course. So describe yourself in three words. Um, three words. Passionate, um, adventures that sounds so basic but like in the most like genuine sense not in the most basic sense and loving I Uh, love that um do you have a favorite or most used emoji shoot I I use the laughing face emoji in almost every single text like I I probably should break the habit but since I use that one the most I'll go with that one okay and then do you have any life mottos or mantras that you live by Um, it changes from time to time, you know, just like with circumstances and stuff like that. But the one that I've currently just been loving is the You Are Enough. I love that Mm -hmm. one. Where did you first hear that or how did that become important to you? Um, that's a good question. So it, I mean, like it's a pretty common one. It's not anything, you know, super (laughs) special, like quoted by Gandhi or anything like that. But, um, I first came across it a couple years ago when one of my friends was, uh, struggling with not feeling like enough and, Um, I realized, like, I, like, through talking to her, I, like, related to a lot of what she was talking about, and so for, like, a couple years, that's kind of, like, been, like, a thing in the back of my mind of um just knowing that you are enough, because I think that a lot of our sadnesses or insecurities or negativity about our life, a lot of that can stem from that belief that Mm -hmm. you're not enough, and Mm -hmm. so just rewriting my brain and, like, retraining myself Uh, to believe the opposite, I think, has been something that I just really love to focus on from time to time. Yeah. How have you been able to kind of retrain your brain? Like what have you done to do so? So, um, uh, the best way I can probably explain it. So I, like we were just talking about, I just completed a yoga certification course and coupled with that is a meditation course. And so this is something that I've, I actually started doing a lot of these, um, like techniques or tools or whatever back when I began summer sales. So it's, ties in the two worlds of, of yoga and summer sales. But, um, it's, I, I rewrite my brain through meditation, through prayer, um, and then through like mantras or affirmations. Mm -hmm. So I heard somewhere along the way that what we say to ourselves becomes our belief system Mm -hmm. and that becomes our reality. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I started practicing it consistently back when I first did my first summer of sales. Uh, every day before I would get out to go and sell, especially if I was in my own car and I could have some privacy, I would turn the rearview mirror towards myself and list off um, things that I believed about myself or that I wanted to believe about myself. Mm-hmm. And for sales, I was doing it geared towards what I needed, what I was trying to accomplish that day. So I would tell myself things that probably sound cheesy, but I'd say like, you are awesome. People love you. They are excited to meet you. um, You make people's days better um, everyone in here, like in this neighborhood is going to have a better experience because you were here today. And so I just told myself Mm -hmm. like those things and that became my reality for that day. And then I've just modified it to whatever I need. And so if I'm in, you know, like a a dating relationship, then I'll often tell myself, like you are blah, 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 blah. I know whatever it is that I need to hear about that relationship or with a job or with roommates or family or just with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So by telling myself over and over out loud and like in my own personal thoughts, it rewrites my brain to create a new belief system. And anyways, I found I found a lot of success in it. So I love that. Um, No, I think that's so great. And that's definitely something that I want to start doing more as positive affirmations. Um, Is there something in particular that made you start doing that or was it just kind of? I'm just going to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you hear about it. It kind of became like a trendy thing for a while. And I think Pinterest definitely <laughs> influenced everybody to want to start saying affirmations. But um I think, yeah, I think I just picked it up along the way just from hearing about it. And a lot of people, a lot of people on my summer sales team that first year were doing that. And mm-hmm. so they encouraged me to give it a shot. And because I found so much like success in it, I just have kind of always stuck with that. That's awesome. Wow. Well, Super great. Um, okay. How do you define happiness? For me, um, happiness is when I'm at one with myself and at one with God. And, um, I guess I just kind of like to me that means that when I'm being true to myself, uh, loving myself, taking care of myself, not, um, letting other people treat me poorly or treating myself poorly. So I'm just at one with, um, my divine nature. Mm-hmm. And then along with that, um, feeling that same kind of relationship with God Mm -hmm. that I feel loving and connected and, um, treat each other well and everything like that. To me, that's happiness. I love that. Kind of going off of what you first said, um, treating yourself well, I was scrolling through Instagram Mm -hmm. and this girl posted on her Instagram story, like, go read this quote or whatever. And this girl, This is no sources I'm going to be able to get you, but (laughs) this girl posted in her caption and she was writing about how she watched on a TV show or something or listened to a podcast or something, and the lady who was the podcast host was talking about body image Mm -hmm. and how a lot of times we're always like, I'm fat, I need to lose weight, I need to get healthier, and she's like, change the word I to she, she's fat. She needs to get healthier. She needs to lose weight. And she's like, you would never say that. It's like, why do you say that to yourself? Exactly. And I was just like, wow, that is something that really stood out to me. Because I feel like we've heard a lot of like body image or even self-positivity image worked. And it's just like, doesn't always click with people, but that clicked with me. Like, I can't put myself down because I wouldn't put others down. Exactly. And why would, so why would I put myself down? Totally. And so I love that kind of just being at one with who you are and being at one with God. Yeah. I love that. What are some things in life that make you happy? Um, gosh, I'm like the, if anyone knows me, I am the most like hype person ever. Everything makes me happy. Like it's really hard to get me down. But, um, if I had to make a top list, definitely my family, I'm super big on like connection and Mm -hmm. relationships. Um, I don't care as much about quantity of relationships, but quality of relationships Mm -hmm. is so important to me. And so, um. I've found that everything that makes me happy is tied back to like to another person or an experience that I had like with someone. So my family definitely makes me so, so happy. They're a big source of where I draw happiness from. Um, my religion is another source of where I get a lot of happiness, my relationship with God and my um, just like my journey, I guess it did yeah. not sound weird, but like my journey and in, in becoming who I came here to become. Mm-hmm. That brings me a lot of happiness every day. Um, like, the friendships that I have, they bring a ton of happiness, relationships, holy crap, like, I get so much happiness from, like, you know, being in love with someone, or Mm -hmm. being interested in someone that brings a lot of happiness for me, Um, yeah, I, and, like, you know, then down to the little things, like, I love eating, like, a really good meal, or going to a new place, or reading a good book, listening to a good song, um, all day long, there's, like, lots of little sources that bring me happiness, but I would say those are the those are the main ones that I think I draw most of my happiness from. That's awesome. Do you think that you put things intentionally in your path to be happy or it's just kind of like you just find happiness in those things? Both. Definitely okay. a mixture. I think that I've become really good at being aware of um, things that I don't intentionally put in my path that do bring me happiness. Mm-hmm. And then I constantly and intentionally doing things to make sure that I'm feeding myself that yeah. way so that like my... My spirit, my energy, and my, my happiness that I'm bringing in good vibes and good things to my life. So it's, it's a mixture of both of intentionally doing things that make you happy and then, um, being aware of the things that make you happy without you even trying or without you doing anything to bring them into your life. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, it's definitely hard when you're having a hard day to intentionally do things that make you happy. So I think it's important to have that balance of finding the things that are randomly happening throughout the day that do make you happy. Totally. Um, okay. So, what do you turn to in hard times? You said that you, it takes you, it takes you a while to like bring you down. So like, what do you do when you are brought down? Totally. Yeah. And I, I should clarify, I I definitely do get down. I'm not some just like super being that doesn't experience (laughs) sadness. I actually, I really enjoy those times, like, which sounds weird, but, um, looking back, you're looking (laughs) back, you definitely enjoy them. And, um, again, like somewhere along the way, I, I heard something that talked about, If you like imagine your heart as like this space that can like hold, you know, content Mm -hmm. that, um, the sad times allow your heart to expand and they, um, widen that like capacity Mm -hmm. to experience happiness later. And so that's always been something that I've really loved. It's helped me in like sad or down times to know that like it's, you know, it's that it's a, a truth of the universe that there's opposition and everything. And so as sad as you feel that's become your new capacity to feel happiness in the same degree, but in a happy way. I and so I don't, that. I don't shy away from things that are harder that make me sad yeah. because I know that they're just giving me more capacity to feel more joy um, or to feel happy. Um, but yeah, when, whenever things like that do happen, I have um, like a core habit system mm-hmm. that I've set up to try to keep me as um, constant mm-hmm. as possible so that when those things do come, because they always do, that I've got this foundation in place. Um, so a part of that is that it's really important to me to always, I make scripture study a big part of my foundation. It connects me to God. It connects me to myself. It keeps me on the path and helps me know um, what my goals are and um, gives me that purpose. Mm-hmm. Prayer is another huge one, that communication with God um, to help me have perspective in whatever's happening And feel like the comfort and everything that I need. And then I definitely turn to family and friends for Mm -hmm. support during those times too. And I think that it's really important to have people that do support you. Um, so that when hard things happen, there's going to be someone there that can, that can boost you up. Yeah. So I think, yeah, those are my, those are the main things that I turn to whenever life does get hard. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, do you think that there is a difference between like joy and happiness or? Um, yeah, you know, that's, that is a really good question. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily between joy and happiness, but something that I, um, learned on my mission, um, I served in the Philippines. So it was my last P day and I was with my companion and she was asking me questions kind of similar to this, you know, what have you learned throughout your mission Yeah, things like that. And, um, she was native to the Philippines and so her English wasn't that great. And mm-hmm. so we usually communicate a lot with me drawing stuff out and that's saying a lot cause I'm not an artist. <laughs> that goes to show how limited our communication was yeah. if we weren't speaking, um, our mission language, which she was still learning at the time she was training. So, um, I remember sitting at this little, um, food stand and she was asking me that same question, like of, similar to like happiness and joy and things like that and what the difference is. And, um, the visual that I came up with to explain to her was that what I had discovered is that um joy, if you want to like call it joy is much more of a constant flow throughout our life, like a river that no matter what's happening around us, no matter what our situations are, our circumstances, if our parents are getting divorced, boyfriend breaks up with you, best friend dies, anything that's like so tragic can happen. But this is a constant current that is undermining everything in our life, just like a river that's constantly flowing. Mm-hmm. And then um, happiness can sometimes be like fireworks that are beautiful, brilliant. They light up the sky. They're like fill everything, big colors, big emotion, but um, can tend to fade. And so um, it, you know, it leaves behind just kind of like a smoky residue and it's it's temporary. So if people don't have a balance of the two mm-hmm. kinds of, you know, joy, like deep lasting joy or just like temporary happiness, then If they're only focusing on one or the other, then life either is kind of like boring because Mm -hmm. you need fireworks or else it's kind of just like fleeting because you're constantly searching for that next thing to bring you happiness. Mm -hmm. So I found that um, the core things in my life, like my family and my religion and my relationship with God, give me that river of joy, no matter what my circumstances. And then life becomes more beautiful and more enjoyable by enjoying like the firework type of happiness as well that um, comes along with everything. So then no matter what my situation is, you've kind of always got that constant, you know, balance. feeling of like it's okay. Mm-hmm. But then, um, but then you still get experience how incredible life is. Yeah. No, I think that's great. It's definitely hard to find that balance. Um, how have you been able to kind of find that balance in your life? Um, I think for me, cause it, I, I think it's most common that people lean more towards the fireworks side than the mm-hmm. river side when it comes to stuff like that. I don't know yeah. too many people that are like, yeah, I'm chill with this river. Like it's easier to recognize else. the fireworks and it's much easier to recognize the fireworks. Totally. Um, and so, uh, what was the question one more time? Um, how do you find do balance? balance? So, um, I think, I think the biggest way that I find balance, cause it, it kind of can naturally come when you're focusing, um, on where that source of like the firework happiness is coming from. So I think that uh, for me, I try to make sure that I don't place my happiness in the hands of others, Mm -hmm. that it's only in myself. Mm -hmm. And so I don't put my happiness in the hands of whoever I'm dating at the moment um, or, you know, whatever, what job I have or what vacation I'm on or anything like that. I don't, I don't put my happiness as that source, um, like to give them the power Mm -hmm. over it it always stays with me. And so for me, that allows me to have that balance because, um, I can still find happiness in all of those situations, but it, it draws back to that, like never ending source that comes Mm -hmm. from, you know, like my, myself Mm -hmm. and, um, like how I feel about myself. And then that just helps me to still enjoy the fireworks type happinesses, but not, not neglect or like not be confused as to where, my true source of happiness is coming from. No, I love that. I love what you said that you don't put your dependency of happiness in the hands of another person. Yeah. Um, where have you learned not to do that? Totally. I growing up, if anyone (laughs) knew me growing up, I'm a totally different person now than I was then in a lot of ways. Um, I, I really grew up letting everybody else tell me, um, who I was, what I was worth and I always was handing my happiness over to everybody else, um, and I I had a, my family is absolutely fantastic, I had great friends, everything, I don't know if it was just, like, my personality or what, but, like, I was a little bit more shy growing up, I was mm-hmm. a little more reserved, and um, I looked to a lot of other people for uh, with confirmation and for mm-hmm. affirmation about myself, um, and so I, it was, kind, it wasn't, like, this big, like, oh, my gosh, like, I had, like, the worst childhood ever and whatever. But like, yeah. I kind of was just going with the flow of everything. I didn't really feel like I controlled like who I was or what I thought about myself. It was always just, if I had a good friend group, I was feeling great about myself. If my relationships with my family was going good, I felt great. Mm-hmm. But like when those things weren't good, I didn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so mean people come into your life and suddenly everything's not so happy. Yeah. Um, because I was allowing everybody else to tell me who I was and mm-hmm. what to feel. So, um, the, the, The biggest moment that I had that's been a really big turning point for me in that was, again, I was on my mission. Um, and I was in my, I was in my last area with, um, a companion. We were both STLs together. And so we had a really big workload. Um, mission life was like as busy as it got at that point. And, uh, one night we came home from a day of work and, um, we were sitting down to go over the day, you know, what had we met our goals and what our goals were tomorrow planning and everything. And, um, I was exhausted. I was so sweaty because it was the Philippines and we've been in like the grossest area that we had. It was just like (laughs) literally covered in poop. Like, I don't know how to, it just is, it's just disgusting. And so, um, it was just a really like hard work day and we finished our planning and everything. And we, um, took our flip flops and kneeled down on our cement floor to pray, to close our little meeting. And, I looked at my companion and she looked at me and I was just hit with this, like this just like knowledge that, um, both of us were daughters of God and you hear it a million billion times growing up, especially if you're a member of the church or if Mm -hmm. you have a, a belief in God. Um, but it was so different that time. And I just like, it was almost like I could take a step back and just look at the situation that I was in. And, um, I felt so beautiful, even though I was covered in crap. I was so sweaty. My hair was like tangled up into this nasty bun that I wore every day of my mission. Um, my clothes did not fit anymore. I smelled so bad. Like all of it was just, I was probably at the most like disgusting point I'd Mm -hmm. ever been at, but I felt so awesome in that moment. I just knew who I was. And, and it was the kind of, it was the kind of thing that, um, it wasn't going to go away. It wasn't temporary. It wasn't shallow. Like it wasn't going to go away when I wash my makeup off or when I put on my pajamas or whatever, you know, like when I just, when you wake up in the morning and you're not ready or whatever the situation is, if you gain a few pounds or someone breaks up with you, like it, it wasn't changing and it wasn't dependent on anything else. It was within me constantly, no matter what. And um my companion and I just like looked at each other and we just started like crying because, mm-hmm. It just was like such an incredible feeling to know that no matter what happens, you are absolutely incredible. And so um, ever since then, I just decided like there was no point in why no one else could, you know, control my happiness mm-hmm. or control how I felt about myself or what I believed about myself. Because no one it wasn't in anybody else's hands. It was mm-hmm. inherent within me and nothing that I thought or anyone else thought was ever going to change that could change that. And so. That was a really big turning point for me in in being more um, active and in like empowered and more in control of um, who I was and how I felt. Yeah, I was gonna say like the only words I think I could think for that experience is empowering Mm -hmm. and how incredible that must have been to be able to. Well, and it, and it goes along too with kind of the idea of agency. You know mm-hmm. that we all have the ability to choose. We have the ability to, to choose happiness, yeah. and and that really is genuine. Like, and that's it's a real power that exists, and we can choose to hold it ourselves, or we can choose to hand it over to other people. But someone's in control of it, you know, and so um, we might as well be the ones in control yeah. of it. Yeah. I feel like we'd all be a little bit more comfortable in life if we decided to all be in control of it ourselves. Yes, totally. And those are the kind of people that you magnetize towards, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can, you can think right now, the people in a classroom, in your ward at church in you know, wherever you are, you notice the people that are totally like okay with themselves and they're comfortable with themselves. They don't need to put other people down to feel better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can feel, they can be kind and they can be thoughtful and Um, They don't let people walk all over them and they, you can just tell that they're totally comfortable with who they are. And those are the kind of people that you gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. I think that's because um, when we get to that point, we're being so true to like that divine nature that we have within Mm us that um, it draws like the other like divine natures that are in everybody else. Almost like that, that light that's Mm -hmm. within all of us, it it attracts to each other. Yeah, I love that. Uh, what are the, some of the biggest influences ha- of happiness in your life right now? Um, my nieces. Oh, my gosh. We were talking about that before yeah, we started. But They're so cute. I'm absolutely in love with them. Uh, kids have always been that way for me. I've always been really big on kids. And so my nieces are a huge source of happiness right now. Um, I just finished up my yoga certification course. And so doing yoga every single day makes mm-hmm. me so happy. Um, yeah. I find a lot of joy in that. I started a new TV series. I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. So (laughs) that seriously brings me a lot of happiness every day. Um, or yeah, I just like, I just finished, I just finished a new book called The Four Agreements. And I loved that. That brought a lot of happiness. Um, my roommates, my family, um, yeah, like different relationships that I have just bringing a lot of happiness right now. Mm -hmm. Um, how did you get into yoga? Um, so I first started going to yoga in high school. There was a place in St. George that did hot yoga. Okay. And I um, feel like that just sounds miserable to me. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is. Cause I, I hate like humidity yes. when I'm like, you know, like I've lived in Oklahoma and I've lived in the Philippines and I've you know, been in places that are very humid like that and that's miserable. Uh-huh. But for some reason, like when it's with the combined with yoga, you're not like, like exerting so much energy mm-hmm. that it becomes like miserable. It's just like, it just makes you so relaxed. Yeah. And then especially cause yoga is a lot, you know, it's stretching and flexibility and things. So the warmer you are, the warmer your muscles are, the easier it is to like practice it. Right. And so, yeah, I love taught yoga. And okay. so, and we started it in the winter too, which okay. I mean, Southern Utah winters aren't that bad at all, but I'm a wimp. And so, um, <laughs> so it was just really fun to go yeah. and do that. So my friends would go in high school and, um, I started to really enjoy yoga, but then I, I was just kind of off and on with it. But my, my younger sister, she's a certified, um, instructor as well. Okay, cool. So is my sister-in-law. Oh, wow. So both of them have been, um, like doing yoga for a while. My sister teaches off and on as well. And so it had always been in the back of my mind as something that I, I'd, I'd wanted to do mm-hmm. something I was interested in, but, um, I didn't realize how interested I was going to be in it until I actually started started yeah. the course because yeah. I was just thinking to myself like oh this is such a good way to be like balanced in all things like um I know this list of benefits that's so good about it but mm-hmm. um when I started the course uh I realized that it was about so much more than just you know being flexible or being able to do like cool like handstands or yeah. things like that but it it like tied together all of these things that I've been like trying to apply to my life about um you know, being in control of like your thoughts and your mind and um, making your life what it is you want it to be, loving yourself, um, taking care of yourself and kind of just tying in like body, mind and spirit all together. Mm-hmm. And I have found yoga to be an incredible source for accomplishing that. That's cool. That's awesome. And have you found that since being a instructor or Being certified to be an instructor has your life like shifted a little bit more towards the positive realm. Yeah, it really has. Um, I think that the biggest thing that that's happened over the past five weeks of the course is uh, it helped me to notice a lot of things in my life that were detracting from my happiness Mm -hmm. that I wasn't recognizing. And so it shed a lot of light and like opened my eyes to be able to see things better. So I've been able to make changes in my life Mm -hmm. to, um, not have those influences and to replace them with, with things that are more true to myself and, um, more accomplishing the goals that I have for myself. Yeah. And meditation has also played a role in that huge role. So, um, I, yeah, I meditate every single morning. Um, and meditation, I think that that always, yeah, has, I was like, what do you do to meditate? Yeah, it Cause kinda, there's like apps. And yeah. I read eat, pray, love. I don't yeah. think I could ever do that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It, um, I always had like a really weird idea of what meditation was until we had someone come in, um, do like a weekly, course with us as uh-huh. part of like the yoga um, course training that was focused on meditation. Um, so basically the idea of meditation, if anyone's not familiar with it, is it's just um, calming your mind and allowing yourself to be totally still. Um, and it has a lot to do with breathing as well. We go throughout our days and we we don't breathe. We are constantly rushing. Um, we're constantly busy and um, if, if you notice, like, there's probably times throughout the day where, like, suddenly you'll stop and just take, like, a deep breath. And that's because your body's like, please help. Like, <laughs> I've been, I've been dying all day long. And so, meditation, um, the purpose of it, especially for me, you know, there's lots of different ways you can practice it, but the purpose of it for me is to take a moment to just let go of everything else. Like, it doesn't matter what's happened in the last day or week or lifetime it doesn't matter what's going to happen Mm -hmm. that day or in the next week or lifetime but it's just focusing on that moment right there and um letting myself connect with that divine nature that I was talking about earlier so I I just sit in a comfortable place um where there's no distractions or anything like that and I'll just take a couple of breaths to um kind of start to center myself and then there's a couple different breathing techniques that help to like get focused but um, I'll just start to kind of focus on my breathing and start breathing really deeply. Um, sometimes it helps if I start, you know, like thanking myself for like the things that I have, like a body that functions well and um, the skills or talents that I have and things I love about myself. Um, or sometimes I'll kind of start with like prayer, like communication with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just keep breathing and I'll set a timer for like 10 or 15 minutes. And, um, it's, you know, there's, there's days when it's really easy for me to just clear my mind and just like have be totally empty and just focus on that connection with myself and with, um, God. Uh, then there's other days that yeah. I'm constantly thinking about, oh, I so and so going to text me back or like, what's going to happen yeah. later. Like, and, and that's okay. Like when, when those thoughts come, I, you know, that, that's fine. I, I let them come and then I let them go and I just get back to what I'm doing. So some days, you know, feel more, you know, still than others, but that has been a huge source, um, of just like contentment for Mm me. Um, it feels like when I meditate that throughout the rest of the day, I'm better able to handle things that come my way. Um, I'm better like reminded of like my purpose. It just helps me to stay connected to myself and to stay connected to God. And then I feel like the rest of my day just goes so much better because of that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Meditation is something I am very admirable of. (laughs) (laughs) Something I feel like would be very hard for me but also a challenge that I kind of want to try sometime totally well we'll see when my yeah. breathing app on my watch will go off and it's like take a minute to breathe and I'm like I'm busy right now <laughs> yeah I just like when I started it um I I had a super free schedule and so I was able to like cut out whatever time I needed and I had my like place to myself like my roommates would yeah. be like at work and so I had like no distractions and plenty of time but um I know a lot of other people in my course, they started out just setting a reminder on their phone every two hours just to take five breaths. Okay, And so that was super helpful. Or even just like some of them were like, yeah, I started out. One of them was a mom and she's like, I've got four kids. Like I don't have time to, you know, eat or let yeah. alone, you know, meditate, but she would just do three minutes and she would just like go into her bathroom and like shut the door and her kids knew like they're not going to come bother her while she's in the bathroom usually. Yeah. And she could just have three minutes to start out. And even just like, just any little effort that we give honestly like is is so helpful it's just you know it is a lot of the time like the effort that counts and then as you start to notice the benefits it gets easier and easier to Mm -hmm. to cut out time for it but at least that's what I found yeah and just be actively aware of it yeah the needs that your body has yeah so true okay just like a few last questions yeah um I guess what inspires you in your life. We already talked about like what influences like what influences you have in your life. But, like what inspires you to say to yourself like I want to actively choose happiness each day or I want to better myself. Totally. Um, so it, that's that's a, a two sided answer. So the first is that um it all comes to what I believe my purpose is in life. Um, so I believe that I have a purpose that I came here to become um like my heavenly parents mm-hmm. and to become um like Jesus Christ. And so my purpose every day and everything that I do is geared towards becoming that person that I, that I want to become. And then the the second, so I draw a lot of inspiration from that. And then the second part of it is that, um, I feel like my other purpose that I've always been super drawn to is having my own family. So being a, being a wife and being a mother. So the second part of that is, um, I draw a lot of inspiration from, being the best person for them that I can be Mm -hmm. so everything that I do every single day is um if I'm being intentional about it is geared towards accomplishing those goals and they're they're pretty well tied together because um it's that whole kind of analogy that like you can't help others like if you're you know not like Mm -hmm. good yourself it's like on an airplane you put your own oxygen mask on first before you help others or you know, sick people can't help sick people. You need to be healed in order to heal others. Mm -hmm. So, um, so as I'm focusing on becoming the person that I want to become and bettering myself and, um, progressing and growing and learning, then that in turn is making me, um, hopefully, you know, into a, a potential better wife and a better mother. Um, so they're all kind of like interrelated, but Mm -hmm. that's where I draw, honestly, a lot of my inspiration from for what, makes up the components of my day-to-day life mm-hmm. is drawn towards those, um, those goals that I have of becoming, um, those people that I want to be. Yeah. Living the best life for yourself, but also for your future. Yeah. I totally. love that. Do you have any last words of advice or encouragement or anything that you want to say? If not, like that's okay too. No, totally. Um, I think, I mean, this is like, it, I love this topic because it, it comes up so often with lots of different people and in lots of different situations. But, um, I think, I think that a really great way to start choosing happiness is to focus on gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, and one, like starting to be like aware of the things in life that we have, like within like yourself and, um, your circumstances that you're grateful for, like you're happy for the things you're grateful for, you Mm -hmm. know, it brings feelings of happiness. And so, um, a habit that I started back in high school, my, my best friend from high school and I started this, um, thing where we would write down every single day the things that we were grateful for our little like mantra for it was not every day is a good day but every day has good in it Mm -hmm. like there's good in every day and so we started a habit and it's been like 10 years now where um at the end of the day we just quickly write down like a short list of like the things that day that were good Mm -hmm. and that's a habit I've kept up over the past 10 years. So I, every night before I go to bed, I pull up my phone. I've got like a a special note section on my phone for it. And, um, it's called 365 days of happiness. And I'll just write down all the things in that day that made me happy. And on the hard days, um, you know, there's like, you get creative about, yeah, like, about what made you yeah, happy. Head type, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously. There's been days where I'm like, I lived in a house with carpet and I had hot water and yeah. <laughs> you know, my parents aren't dead and like, whatever you can go. Like once you start going off, like you, you can really make like a big list, but, um, but it's, it's made it so that every single day I'm aware of the things that I'm grateful for and that are bringing me happiness and I'm recording them so that when things do seem really hard or I lose sight or I forget, um, I can go back and reference it and be like, look at all of these things that I have, like look at all of these things that all this, all this happiness that's, that's been in my life. And um, I think that if anyone's looking to figure out how to bring more happiness into their life, start by being aware of the things that you have and, and be grateful for them. And not like in a, you should be grateful, like, you know, yeah. like upset at yourself or something like that, but just, just starting to become aware of that, making note of it, um, writing it down mm-hmm. and, and, the more that that happens, like the more you're going to notice all the good that life really, really has. I really have a belief that like heaven is here yeah. and that we just need to look at it through the right eyes. And so the better that we get at doing that, the closer we get to experiencing heaven on earth. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. I love <laughs> that so much. Um, also, just thank you again for taking the time to come out here and letting me interview you. I really appreciate it. Totally. Yeah. I'm happy to. I'm happy too. <laughs> <Not to laughs> on <cliche>. that note <laughs> we will end <laughs> bye everyone if y'all enjoyed the episode as much as I did tell your friends I want to get the word out more um, about this podcast and just kind of get it more well known and yeah so subscribe tell your friends about it leave a rating if you want do whatever you feel like is best but anyways it was great chatting with you all i guess you can say that and i hope you all have a good week. see you next week bye